Welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I'm your host, David Valliere. And today we are continuing our series on women and wealth. And uh, really privileged to have some special guests with us today. Jordan, before we go to our guests, I I wanted to welcome you back to the show and ask you to help me co-host today. So welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I'm uh, glad you're willing to let me co-host again. You did a great job. With that, (laughs) do you mind mind giving us a little intro to our guests and, and get us started? Yeah, sure. So today we have on the line Margie, Pat, and Marla. All of them are in kind of the retirement stages of life and walking through nuances of family and how to make sure that they are taking care of themselves, how to make sure that their heirs know what to do, how to help them down the road if need be, and really just reflecting on some of the things that they think they did really well and some of the things that they wish they would have done a little bit differently. So Thank you to Margie, Pat, and Marla for joining us today. Margie, why don't you give us a little bit of your background and who you are? Okay. So this is Mar. I'm Margie. I'm 78 years old, and I was married to my husband for 53 years. We have three, had three children and five grandchildren, and I've been widowed for about a year and a half. Personally, I worked from the time I was about 10 years old, and I always had spending money, My parents were physically responsible and really insisted on me saving some of the money, although I was a terrible money manager. I taught elementary school in in 1965, and I married my husband, who was an accountant and worked for a very prestigious accounting firm, and he really managed the household finances and the investments. Although he tried to get me included, I was basically complacent and pretty indifferent to what was going on. I stopped teaching in about 1968 to have my children and to stay at home and be a mom and then started a business, which ended up in a strip center mall and became quite the community gathering place. My husband took care of the financial end of the business and my partner took care of some of the money. And basically I managed the store and stayed out of the finances because I knew in my brain that I couldn't do it very well. We sold the store about 1995 and I returned to teaching, which at that moment, and I didn't realize it at the time, was going to give me a teacher's salary, which was decent a pension and a 403B plan. And I retired from teaching about seven years ago. Everything was good. We we traveled, we put money into college funds for our grandchildren, we put our children through college, and we really lived a, a really very nice life. And then my husband got sick and I was at the hospital and he was, it was day before he died and my daughter was around me And I all of a sudden panicked and realized that I didn't know one, really know one thing. I knew I was going to need money. I knew there was some, that there was money available, but had no clue how to access it. And I said to him, Bob, I'm going to need money. Where do I get it? Do I need it, get it from plan one or do I get it from plan two? And there was no response. And my daughter said, mom, have him squeeze your hand. So I said, honey, do I, I'm going to need money. Do I need, do I get it from plan one? 
and there was no response. I said, squeeze my hand. I said, could I get it from plan one? And there was no response. I said, do I get it from plan two? He squeezed my hand and I took a deep breath and at least knew where I was going to go from that moment on, but also realized that I was in a dark tunnel of knowing really what I was going to do next. So that's my story. At this point, I knew once Bob died, my children stepped up and really helped me. And I then knew that I needed a financial planner and hired a financial group. And it's probably the very best thing that I have done for myself. And that's my story. That's great. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, lots of ups and downs there. And interesting to see how you've navigated all of that. I'm really excited to hear more about that. Pat, would you like to share your story? Sure. I'm Pat. I'm 67 years old. I was widowed at 52 years old. My husband passed away 15 years ago. Same thing. I was a stay-at-home mom. Pretty much my husband took care of the finances. He was very organized. He had everything wrote down and he had been sick for quite probably five years. So he pretty much had everything in order as to what I was to do after he passed away. But we were not with a financial group at the time. I remarried five years after he passed away. And at that point, I had financial plan in place but I was panicked. When he died, I did not know where to go or what to do or any of that. My kids were very helpful. I have three children. They were, two of them were still in college when he passed away. So they were helpful. But once again, you're left on your own trying to navigate through this this whole journey here with finances and where to go and what to do with it. So I had an attorney who helped me also get in with a very good financial group. And I it kept me up nights. I probably drove my financial person crazy for a while. <laughs> he was very patient with me, but it was a scary time. And at the same time, after my husband passed away, about six months after that, eight months, my mom passed away, which was another whole can of worms because then I had to try and figure out her finances. And after that, my sister passed away. So we had multiple deaths within 11 months. And so on top of trying to navigate through the finances, we had a lot of disassembling of lives to go through. But we managed through it, and I was very happy that I was steered towards a financial group which was very helpful for me. So that's my story. Yeah, I think it's really impactful when you're in those moments of high emotions and trying to organize not only financial lives, lives, getting rid of goods or or keeping goods and just navigating all of those aspects in such a short span for three very close people to you. I can only imagine being able to you know, offload some of that organization to somebody else being very helpful. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm really interested to hear how things progress in between. Marla, you are up last but not least. Okay. Hi, everybody. I am happy to be here. I am 
celebrating next month's 56th anniversary of my husband. And I feel very fortunate that we have been together this long after hearing the two stories that I just heard. My husband uh, was very much in charge of finances. It was the 50s mentality. And I'm thinking at that time that a million dollars, if you had it and could retire with it, you were really a wealthy person. I didn't really question anything that he ever did. We had everything we needed. We raised two children, gave them wonderful educations. They live beautiful lives and don't need our help. But I started out with helping him get through dental school, teaching school. I made four thousand four hundred dollars for the full year of work that came to about three hundred and twenty six dollars a month. I remember starting out my mother-in-law gave me this idea about having an envelope system where you have names on each envelope, one for groceries and one for insurance, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that lasted about a week. I wasn't very good at those envelope systems. Now I'm looking at a granddaughter who's about to get married. I'm thinking, what can I tell her about how to navigate what I'm now looking back on and wondering why so much of this part of life is called the golden years. So that is really where I'm at right now. I Never had a financial planner in place until the pandemic started and then decided that this would probably give me a lot more peace of mind. Even though we had what we needed, I was scared of the future. So that's where I'm at. Thank you for sharing. This is David, obviously. But I'm just thinking about what the three of you have just shared. And I just want to, first of all, thank you for being vulnerable here and, and sharing your stories. And I hear those stories and I can hear people in my personal life, in my family. And I think it's really important for us as guys to acknowledge many of our listeners are, are men, but this is really important for us to hear because our moms, our wives, our the women in our, our lives are impacted this way. And how do we care for each other? And and look after each other. It's really important. So thank you for sharing. I do want to just transition just slightly, and you guys take this where you'd like to go with it, but this concept of what keeps you up at night around your finances. Obviously, you're in different stages of life than the working crowd that we've interviewed in the past, and I'd really love to hear from each of you what your thoughts are on this concept of what keeps you up at night around your finances at this stage for you. This is Margie. For me, I would change the word keeps me up to kept me up. And that was that dark tunnel where I didn't know what I was going to do, where the papers were, what I had to pay. Was there going to be enough money to sustain me till I was 99 or 95, hopefully? Do what is a long-term care, all the different questions, I would lay in bed and I would just toss and turn, not being able to figure it out. Once I got my financial um, advisor in place, all of that kind of went away for me because it was a picture of where the money was, how it was going to be invested, and lots of long-range goals. And it just put a whole relaxed I felt more, far more relaxed. The thing that may keep me up at night now is that I have adult children and I know how much money is needed to feel that you are comfortable 
at retirement. And I do worry that they aren't going to be adequately prepared for the future and what advice I can give them. This is Pat. Yeah, I agree that the word should be what used to keep me up. I'm much better than I was when this all first started. Pretty much it was this when I was going through, it was when the bottom was dropping out all over, like probably what, 10 years ago or so. But I didn't know what I was doing. And I was putting my trust in someone that I had really just met. And that was very scary at the time. But we managed through it. And that was the biggest thing is finding someone you really trust. And that was very helpful at that time. This is Marla. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, There's an expression, be nice to your children because they choose your nursing home. And I really feel that I'm trying to do everything to make sure that my children will be comfortable around my old age and my husband's old age. We just buried my mom at 100 and at 54, she lost her husband, our dad, and we took care of her from that time on. So I know that can be a tremendous responsibility emotionally, physically, and we at the time were not prepared for it. Luckily, there were three of us that could help with it, but that is not usually what I see as the case when I see other friends of ours who are dealing with this. So having a plan in place for that is extremely important. And I didn't know that a financial planner could be part of that experience and part of that discussion with your children to get them ready for it as well as yourselves. And I know I we bought cemetery plots and we downsized our uh, home into an apartment, the kinds of things that I didn't want them to have to do. But there's more than that. And we still have not had that discussion together. And I'm hoping that my financial planner will be able to ease some of my concern around that. And I feel now that my dependence on them if it has to be, will be much more controllable. If I live to the age that my mom did, that we will be able to manage it. Wow. I actually have chills right now. Just listening to all three of you, I was thinking back on the things that you said. I've had tears. I've giggled. Your vulnerability, your candor, I am just so appreciative. And I'm really looking forward to having each of you back on to to dig into some of these ideas and these ways that we as financial advisors, financial planners can help navigate these issues. And I am just, again, so thankful for each one of you for joining us today. Yeah, I'd like to echo that. I think of the wisdom on this call and the life experience is is just, it's life-giving to others to hear that when we fall apart, we're we're not alone. I'm speaking as David here, not just as, as a host. There's times in life that life does not go the way that we anticipated. And it's really helpful to have good people around you. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, with that, we would like to have you back on and do a deeper dive into some of your success stories, some of the things that have come out of these times of transition and and how Maybe your financial planner, as you've mentioned, was able to help you. So for listeners, if you'd like to reach out, we we do appreciate you listening. As always, if you would like to reach out to us, you can reach us at hello, H-E-L-O, 
at SynergyCapitalSolutions.com or, of course, at our website, SynergyCapitalSolutions.com, where you can also pick up all of our podcasts. In addition, this podcast is syndicated across all podcasting applications. So please subscribe and share, and we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk. And there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisors before establishing a retirement plan.